Hey, welcome to the Lucy Skateboarding Podcast. I'm your host, Temple Tonelli, and I'm joined this week by Mike Munzenheimer and Jason from Frozen and Carbonate to talk a little bit about the fall of Enjoy and the new foundation video, Whippersnappers. Enjoy's been on the decline for years, but it seems to have entered full zombie brand status now after the team got cut and Louis Barletta left. Louis detailed the last few years of Enjoy and its struggles in a Jenkum article. Jason, what stood out to you about how it all went down? Well, listen, it's obvious that the uh, the corporate overlords, whoever they may be, were acting in bad faith um, with regards to Enjoy and the team. But, I mean, overall, it kind of points to something that's been just a, a thing in the world for a few years now. Um, it was one of the main, like, overarching themes of The Wire. It's a, like data. Data is all important. Data is the only thing. Data drives everything. And... I mean, skate brands have been doing this kind of like weird dance with corporate entities for a while. They're like, oh, you know, think it was money. You know, hopefully they'll let us do what we want, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I guess, you know, unfortunately, uh, with Enjoy and, and Dwindle, who knows what the fuck's going on with Dwindle overall, um, it seems that like, hey, they weren't on the sum, whatever spreadsheet, the black on the spreadsheet was red. So they were like, all right, what can we do here? And uh, it sucks because, you know, Enjoy, a lot of people really fucking love that brand. I mean, not so much my generation, but for the people who, like, were, like, in high school and their teens, like, in the 2000s, basically, like, people that are, like, 10 years younger than me, it's, like, huge, man. Like, for them, like, I mean, it's safe to say Bag of Suck was there questionable. Wow. Big claim, but probably not true. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's, I don't think it's a crazy statement at all, so... It sucks, but it's just part of the modern world when you deal with, with corporate entities, like it all comes down to a spreadsheet. But like you was saying, but talking about like acting in bad faith, for example, I mean, uh, Lou Barletta did say that, you know, they were doing super good, you know, with COVID and everything. I guess I think all skate brands were, were up at that time and they're making tons of money, but didn't know where it was going and shit. Just like shady corporate shit, you know, acting in bad faith. The way Barletta described it in that interview, it sounded like um, venture capital going into a newspaper. We got one of them here in town, the St. Paul paper, where, yeah, they just squeeze it dry of all the money coming in, fewer and fewer resources. It dawned on me, you know, maybe not a bad thing if the entire team quits after you don't pay them for a couple of months. It's it's interesting, though. I know looking over the notes, it's like, I don't want to sound craven, but you wonder, you know, how, how much... How much does a brand like, and how much juice does a brand like Enjoy have left when it's so team dependent and like a specific set of dudes dependent? I know looking at like reactions on Twitter, a lot of people said it was over when Jerry Sue left, or I'd say it's definitively over without a Louis Barletta heading things up. Like certain brands don't seem as tied to the people who ride for it. Enjoy with, I don't know, I don't want to bring up zombie blueprint but you do that to enjoy and it's definitely not enjoy the same way blueprint wasn't blueprint when you got a bunch of american guys writing for it yeah i i wonder about enjoy though i think that they probably have a pretty big presence in zoomies and i'll bet that the zoomies folks don't really care about the team and they're just like oh this this silly graphic makes me chuckle i'm gonna get that instead of this weird polar board or whatever so I, I'll bet Enjoy can have a pretty pretty long life as a zombie without any connection to the original founders or any or skateboarders. You know, like they can just be a skateboard company that has silly graphics and probably make good money. 
Well, I think that speaks to the other rub here, so to speak. Speak, speak, speak. I I like the brand. It was cool. I liked their ads when I was younger. They're, you know, fine right now. Some problematic stuff, to be sure. Maybe a lot of problematic stuff. But, like, I bought the video, I believe, and I don't think I, I never wrote an Enjoy board, never had a T-shirt. So it's, yeah, who, who's buying all that stuff and how, from a different point of view, tied are they to the team or emotionally tied to Jerry Sue's second song in the video and all that. Um, real quick, Mike, you mentioned before that I don't know if it was a newspaper at which you worked or just newspaper that, you know, they just stopped paying people after a while. Oh, no, they kind of, they kind of weeded of resources. I was talking more about the enjoy situation where Uh, Marletta said they weren't paying writers and then they quit and then that's a problem. No. Yeah. I, I was wondering what recourse, if any, they would have like sue. I guess they could sue or something. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder, you know, when like a venture capital company takes over a brand, how much responsibility they have to those contracts that the previous owner signed. I would think that they would have a hundred percent commitment to those contracts, you know, like it's a legal contract with that company and that company still exists regardless of who the owners are. So I would, I would think that there would be some kind of recourse for the riders. And it seems like there's a lot of people that enjoy owes money to, um, you know, some folks on skate Twitter said a filmer said that he owed them that enjoy owed him 3000 bucks. And somebody he knew was owed $45,000, which is a very large sum of money. I feel like the filmers probably don't have much recourse since, as we've talked about before, nobody's got really any ink on that, you know, no contracts. But I would think the pro skaters with contracts would have some kind of recourse. I would hope they would anyway. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's a, uh, that doesn't strike me as a small claim, but it probably depends on jurisdictions. I'm, I'm way in way over my head talking about this, but... I can imagine people making the calculation, you know, how, how much is it going to cost them to come after us for X number of dollars? And, uh, you know, if that calculation works out. You just don't pay them until they go away. Yeah, God, that's really sad. I wonder if you could do like a class action. Like, you know, you didn't pay all of these people, these writers, these filmers, photographers, whatever. I wonder if that would work. Again, probably more trouble than it's worth. And skaters, are, I feel like, are pretty apt to just walk away and just you know charge it to the game all right on a less depressing ass level what what's enjoys legacy now that we've kind of uh relegated it to the zombie zombie bin here i think that enjoy brought some fun back into skateboarding during the hammer era it was like a reaction to all the seriousness so i think that they deserve a lot of credit for that i think that you know that kind of comes from the tilt mode army thing which was definitely a reaction to all the gnarliness. So I think that the silliness and bringing the fun back in skateboarding is the lasting impression that Enjoy will leave on me. What about you, Jason? Well, for me, especially with the ads, it was kind of like a continuation or an extrapolation of the uh, the Rocco style of ad where it was just like one like stupid picture and like one little one sentence caption. I know they ran, they ran that for uh, literally forever like 15 years or whatever. I mean, that probably goes back to Mark Johnson when he was uh, with the brand. He was a big, like, World Industries kid, um, kind of like myself. But, yeah, that, and I think, yeah, I mean, I think just Jerry's part in A Bag of Suckers is one of those parts that is, uh, you know, is immortal pretty much in the pantheon of skate videos. Yeah, I think that's right. Thinking of the lineup in that video and how it's rightfully, like, 
a very good all-time video. I don't know, probably top 25, which is saying something because there's a lot of videos out there. And Jason, correct me if I'm wrong, I think we said it was the best video of 2006 when we did like the best video of every year for the Ride Channel. Does that strike that that sounds about right unfortunately uh we can't fact check that or cry because all the ride channel content has been uh sandblasted off the internet yeah sandblasted like the wax off your favorite ledge um uh (laughs) but yeah the lineup in that video for for an all-time great video it's it's a it's a crazy lineup because you got jerry sue you got louis barletta's part which is uh I almost choose Louie's part over over Jerry's just for the sheer like insanity, difficulty, and fun of it. But I'm, I'm not dogging anybody, but like you know, you got a you got a Jason Adams part in there that holds up, and the Jose Rojo part that's also really good. It's not names that necessarily I don't know you quit with the questionable of a generation, but it's a damn good video. Was that who made that San Jose guy? Matt Eversole. Was Eversol the editor of that? It was the Tilt Mode Connection. Who's the Kyle Camarillo or Camarillo? I don't know how to say his name. Maybe he made later ones. Should actually do research for this podcast. That sounds about right. It, it was those guys. It was the Tilt Mode guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, directed by Matt Eversol, according to IMDb. Oh, it's got an IMDb page. Nice. Yeah, not many skate videos can claim that. It's up there, man. But yeah, Mike had a good point earlier when he said that it's hard to keep a brand going when its identity is just based on, like, a few characters, you know? See, when I look at Enjoy, I don't think it's so personality-driven. I think it's joke-driven or silliness-driven. Right. I think that the players are pretty interchangeable. We've just... Our Enjoy's just been lucky to keep those same... many of the same players throughout its history. So I think that you know, now is the the real test of the strength of Enjoy. And I think, you know, it's got a huge black eye with, you know, among the core after ditching its riders. But I think that the core probably wasn't buying a lot of Enjoy products anyway. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I got to disagree. Obviously, my, my original point stated, it's like you, you start that company and instead of Mark Johnson, you know, I don't, <laughs> don't want to point a finger at anybody. But, you know, put in a less flavorful or less skilled or less, you know, a, a guy who wasn't in the tilt mode videos or a guy who wasn't in Seven Steps to Heaven naked and covered in shaving cream. Like, MJ had a history going in and you were like, oh, this works. Okay. Like, we got one liners yeah. and an orange background. I totally agree. I totally agree. I think that a brand needs marquee people to to form, you know, okay, to start. But I don't think that Enjoy needed... I think they proved that they didn't need the superstars because they lost Mark Johnson. They lost uh, Jerry Sue. You know, like those those were the marquee dudes. Everybody else were kind of like the supporting cast and they had shifted people in and out throughout the years and everything was kind of fine. And again, like the graphics are not that good. They're just silly and fun. And I think with skateboard graphic, you know, it's kind of a temporary thing. So why not do something silly and fun? Instead of just getting another, you know, great anti-hero eagle. Yeah, I mean, in, in terms of the graphic and, like, you know, what the corporate overlords might be thinking, it's like, what do you think of when you think of Enjoy? Like, that that panda. That panda was everywhere. I mean, it's almost like the element, the element tree, when you when you see people who 
who clearly don't skate and they're wearing an element shirt you're like what oh it's just like a, an image you know what i mean like a tree or a banner or something you know what i mean that's not connected to anything so in their perspective they're probably thinking oh well, you know we can just like fuck with walmart or target by the way i was at walmart over the weekend did not see any enjoyment product so take that for what it's worth i didn't really go into the toy section where they have all the skateboards and shit but when do you think that they'll go that route because I, I think right now they're still like a core brand and they're still like i'm sure they're selling most doing most of their sales through like a ccs or a zoomies yeah. you know like they make a nice like hundred dollar complete that you can like get as your first skateboard so i think that they're probably pretty safe in that position for the moment but five years from now i wonder if they'll start looking towards the big boxes yeah who knows that's that's pretty lame. Yeah, Louis was set. Louis said he was like dead set against that whole strategy. So I think he, I think in the interview he said like he was just gonna bail if if they did that. Well, he he bailed anyway. So yep, I think that could be a sign of things to come. Who are the best? Well, let me rephrase. Think of Dave Mayhew. Dave Mayhew was on Enjoy for a cup of tea, as was Bobby Pulido. Am I am I forgetting any like? truly hairball dude or hairball names just because like they were on there but you don't actually affiliate them with that brand yeah jimmy carlin was on for a while i associate like with joy but he i associate jimmy carlin with mystery but he's definitely the vibe of enjoy when i've i again i should have written down the name of the video the one where louis barletta skates to enola gay um is it oververt Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I bought that one. It lives on my computer. There's like a Jimmy Carlin fast-forwarded part. There's a story there that I'm sure is out there. He he has no actual tricks in the video, but it's kind of clown. Oh, yeah. Wait, I did buy that one, too. I got it off of iTunes for some reason. Yeah. Why did I do that? I didn't, whatever. Strange times, man, when we had to buy <laughs> video download. It was like 2014. just seemed like the thing to do for $9 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, me Joy video, they're pretty good. Also. But like, they had some rippers, man. Like past years, like that guy Jackson Pills from Australia, he's insane. You know, Zach Wallen, Jose Rojo. I think Jose Rojo didn't he retire or something? I don't think he's part of them anymore. Nah, he's he's been chilling. But in his day, he was pretty he was pretty serious. Yeah, he had a very sick pro shoe on Edney's that lasted for like a season, but very good shoe. Yeah, it's it's like. We bring up the Jackson pills, and I, I still go back. I, I, maybe it's just from reading about somewhere there was, you know, someone talked about Matt Eversole's departure, where he was. Maybe it's Louis Barletta in a different, different interview at a different outlet. But you know, when Matt Eversole left, they felt like you know the heart of the company had 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 been taken out, and then you got Louis Barletta doing it with different guy. I, I feel like it was it was a very personal company for the people running it and i think that comes through in the jankum interview with barletta where you know he was emotionally invested in it and i see that in some skateboard companies and in others it's kind of like yeah this is cool but i'm not living and dying by it or it's not a part of my lifestyle or a part of my you know personal history yeah enjoy really was a brand that people like associated with or identified with you know that's like what the best brands do i go so, uh what do you guys think about this Jacuzzi Unlimited thing? Did you look at the website? No, I didn't. It's uh, it's kind of like a joke. Well, of course, yeah, of course it's a joke, but uh, not of course, but like you know, it kind of fits in the whole like movie sense of humor thing. Like one of the items for sale is uh, 
unpaid invoices for two hundred thousand dollars. Mm. And the and the product description is like honestly, it's probably more like in three bullet like in three bullet points, like Palo style. Pretty funny. But uh yeah, hopefully he can get some shit going with that. I mean he's only twenty one. He's only twenty that's the big mystery of, of enjoy. Like how old is he really? I interviewed Barletta for ESPN, the worldwide sports leader. Must have been twenty eleven. Doing like kind of a write through. I'd done some some interviews to do it, but it was like a main, just like, you know, single source write through about him, a little profile. Out the gate, baby. Second question. I just I shot my shot. <laughs> he uh demurred, threatened to hang up very good naturedly, <laughs> and he kept it moving. But uh, I, I tried, guys. I tried to get him on record. We appreciate your your shoe leather reporting there, Mike. Yeah, I also likened him to um Dorian Gray, the picture of Yes, yeah, I'm, yes, I'm familiar. Yes, yeah. If, if you're unfamiliar, very quickly, Dorian Gray kind of has a picture that ages and transmogrifies and he keeps the picture in his attic, but it allows him to party, take opium. It's, um, what is it, like a Elizabethan Oscar Wilde story? I'm probably getting the air. Uh, right, Victorian. But... Victorian, thank you. Yeah, Elizabethan would be a lot older than that. Check it out, though. Show notes, baby. So wait, so what happens? The the picture ages, but he doesn't. Yeah, he stays beautiful, but the picture gets more and more horrific. And I um, I I, I put it out there that maybe Louis Barletta has a picture of himself that is just by now it's got to be just truly skeletal, rotting, Megan's because <laughs> he's he, he he's still looking good. No no spoilers. You'll have to read the the short story to find out what. Happens. Yeah, I think you could call it a novella. Yeah. 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 Regardless, they'll be linked in the show notes for sure. Is Alzheimer's kind of the successor successor to enjoy? Little bit. Um, Alzheimer's has a we're kind of like uh like rap, like rap lifestyle type of vibe. Yeah, but yeah, I mean some of their some of their graphics are fucking hilarious. You know, everything's like an inside joke. They had that one series of graphics that was like a bunch of bodybuilders or whatever. I should have gotten the whole the series, and they might still have it. I should still get it for the for the for the board wall. But yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit with the like the humor and shit for sure. Yeah, what other silly companies? I mean, pizza maybe or not I don't even frog. think pizzas. Frog, kinda. Frog, kinda. Yeah, I feel like, like frog is more more closely related to foundation, which we'll you know get into in a second. I think pizza just has like a ridiculous name, like. Based on the videos that I've seen, they're pretty like straight, you know, right down the middle as far as like their videos, like their branding, this out, you know, the songs they use and the shit. Yeah, that's true. Listeners, write in. Let us know who who the modern day enjoy is, or who's who's going to pick up the torch where enjoy has left off. See, I feel like enjoy came out at such a, a specific time as a counterbalance to all the seriousness that was out there. That I don't know, skating isn't even close to just uh humorlessly gnarly as it as it was at the time so do we need a reaction to the reaction and we need a, a more serious brand a, a serious hammers brand a zero well, you got uh you got plan b another um for redux that's not quite as good as the original zero zero still zero still exists like uh yeah in like, a sad way they're like, un- they're like the under they're like the underdog now you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Back back then it was like, oh, Chris Cole, New Blood. You know what I mean? They were they were like it, like, like Fallen. 
I remember fucking when they had the Fallen video premiere here, like 2009, like the, the movie theater, like this movie theater next to the shop. It was like fucking packed. Yeah, I mean, that was like appointment viewing, dude. Yeah, I mean, and it can't just be because of Gilbert, you know, cause even it couldn't have been all been in the family and shit, you know? <laughs> the whole Crockett clan came out. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's like that that whole shit was, was huge. Now Zero is like, I mean, I guess they exist, but and they, they still have... See, like, that's the thing. Zero, that brand lasted forever because Jamie Thomas keeps finding kids that will jump down stuff. True. I mean, it's like, like, just like plugging them in. It, it's still a vibe. Like, I, I think there's still lots of kids who just like are fucking down for zero and what zero stands for. I think it, 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 it a lot of these brands, and maybe that's why we can't count and joy out. Like, we were all 14 varying times ago and like if something clicks and makes sense shit you run with that for like a decade you know before you if you stick with skating you stick with your brands and and that's that you know yeah totally yeah maybe that's another another thing as well like like someone on twitter on skate twitter of course asks like you know when was the last time what were the last five boards you you purchased and i don't think anyone had an enjoy board that responded so maybe maybe like the kids that that you know for which bag of suck was that seminal video they've like moved on to other shit yeah I, I think so i think those kids are a little older and want something a little more sophisticated they're probably riding polar boards uh, anti-hero killing floor like kind of a little more serious is my guess there's always like regional strongholds for board companies and i wonder where outside of just zoomies at malls if there was the enjoy stronghold I mean, you would think San Jose would be that. One would hope. Haven't heard a peep out of San Jose in a long ass time, it feels like. Yeah, I mean, it's probably that Enjoy would like hold on to whoever is hot in San Jose and they just kind of, there wasn't room to be anything other than an Enjoy guy if you're in San Jose, maybe. So maybe we'll see something cool come out of San Jose. Yeah, who knows, man? Jacuzzi Unlimited. Maybe it'll look up some like Young Rippers. Yeah, would love to see some young rippers come up with something new on their own. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, isn't Sushu from around there? I've seen footage of him in San Jose before. No, he's affiliated with the uh, San Mateo shop. My oh, right. Atlas. Atlas, thank you. Yeah, Silicon Valley, some, like, you know, that zone. I think Silas Baxter Neal just put up a clip of Sushu downhill skiing the other day. He did, and I was like, wow, didn't expect that. But there it is. Yeah, that... That guy's really living. Like he, uh, he, uh, he got got Sody. Like started going off on like all kinds of adventures and shit. I love it. Yeah, it seems pretty amazing. Well, are we ready to talk about the opposite of that? Whoa, coming in swinging, Templeton. Bring the next topic. <laughs> Sorry, that's just you know brands have reputations and uh, foundations is broke, which is sad because I thought that Whippersnappers was a really good video. Whippersnappers comes less than a year after Foundation's last video, Splendor, and has everybody talking. So, Mike, what about this video do you think has people asking if Foundation is cool again? So withering, man. I'm trying to recover here. Um, I think people are talking about the Whippersnappers video because it's got really interesting skating in it. They hunted out a lot of cool spots. It's very modern, yet I think it plays well into at least parts of foundations ever-changing image it's former image that has always been changing 
Has Foundation always been an LA company? That that's like an LA. I I, I saw flashes of Weekend in there. They might have even like traded for a dude at the trade deadline from Weekend. If if I was mistaken. Okay, not not trying to be a dick. Oh, by the way, we should have said Weekend as like a, a spiritual successor to Enjoy. By the way. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's yep. a good call for sure. That is a good call. That yeah, and 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 it's okay, and it's not even obvious. Now it's obvious in hindsight, but um, what are you guys feeling the video? I mean, I mean, y'all know me, right? This isn't really uh, my wheelhouse or the type of game that I usually watch, but I don't know. It was kind of cool. Like, it has a different vibe. I guess they, I think, did they have a different like editor videographer? Uh, this is Don Long, who's done. Uh, the last maybe three Foundation videos. I feel oh, like he man. deserves a lot of credit for all the rad videos that Foundation's put out. Wait, yeah, I mean, this video had almost a type of, like, shoegaze type of vibe. That makes sense, like, visually. Like, all the, you know, the lifestyle footage, uh, the music, the Super 8, or the, the other camera effects. I don't know what they were, like, filming a TV. I don't know. It, it was kind of cool. In a way, it's almost like the same kind of, like, weird americana vibe as as quasi but in a more like a like a socal way if that makes sense because you know they're still based there it's all like todd swank and all that shit so at, at best i think like the best you could hope for for foundation is like a like a more southern california version of quasi that's really interesting and i feel like you're you're on it you're on it tonight jason i think that's, <laughs> that's, up. that's up. uh that's dead on because yeah like there was that quasi video that came out this week that you know, kind of had a lot of a lot of similarities, but you know, Quasi did it their way and Foundation did it their way. But you can see the similarities, and I really liked I really liked Whippersnappers. I've always had a soft spot for the Whippersnappers graphic, which has a lot of frog vibes, that like MS Paint lo-fi kind of style. But the skating was like undeniable and cool and interesting. And like Mike was saying, they really like found interesting spots in Southern California. And I always appreciate that. Wait, hold up. Is is the whippersnapper thing like a graphic they've ran for a while or Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a a little boy and a little girl holding hands and it's like an MS paint drawing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh blue and red. I, I was trying to correct you, Templeton, but I was muted. I th- I, I think we gotta say frog is on the whippersnappers vibe as opposed to the, the other way around. Cause Yes, yeah. Shoot, that is a very old it's like a thirty-year-old graphic. I don't think I'm speaking out of turn there. Yeah, I think that's right, and I think it's pretty cool. I always liked it as a kid. Like, it just—I don't know—it's kind of silly and fun, and I don't know. Maybe that helps me understand why why there's an appeal to frog. So, who stood out in this video? Pretty pretty strong cast. Like, whose favorites? I mean, Corey Glick. That dude's the dude, in my opinion. On on foundation and 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 in a lot of other ways he had that front side flip on that roller bank like it'd be a roll in at the skate park of tampa if it was in the skate park of tampa you did that front side flip was awesome crook to low c grind has been everywhere in new york city and then um i got a soft spot for ollie late flips not so much nolly late flips i like the ollie late flip version he did that like bank to wally late flip about as good as you're gonna do that super common trick so i I don't know i was really feeling him two other people let's see who wait wait you mean the the back foot flip yeah uh, late flip or is it a back foot flip 
You mean that thing where you did like a wall ride on like an electrical box, and then when you came off, you did like a backflip flip? Yeah, off the side. I think that's a backflip flip. We're gonna agree to disagree. <laughs> I gotta talk. I got. I gotta give Jesse Lindhoff props because he had. He was pretty buck wild. He did the like. He's in a pool, kind of rides into a crooked grind in the shallow end over the steps. He's wearing dunks, and he like slips back into regular. That was. That was wild. And then the next trick is like a 270 body jar thing on a street hip. And he also did like a hand plant on the street, like a legitimate one. That was pretty cool. Yeah, the street invert was fucking wild. I love a street invert. Yeah, I wouldn't get a proper frontside one. Game over. I like, I wasn't paying attention because when I started watching the part, I was like, oh, he's a transition guy. I kind of zoned out. <laughs> I was kind of the same way. And like, pre- you know, preparing my fingers to type a lot of hateful stuff. But I just couldn't. And and then one of the things I hate is like ramp guys skating street, especially it's like, oh, here he is with like the fucking feeble grind on a long rail or something. But he came with some legit sick street stuff. Like he he, he like grinded some big rail and then did a flat ground 360 flip afterwards, which to me was like, oh, he, he's like legit, like a well-rounded skate. Okay. He, he whipped that 360 flip out like annoyingly easy because it takes like Herculean effort for me to do a 360 flip on flat. I haven't done one in years. I don't even have that much effort in me. I'm going to stop filibustering though. And just to say like, there needs to be, um, God, we probably got to like attach a skater's name to the ramp guy and, or the skate park guy who gets the feeble grind down the long ass rail. So like, there's got to be a named skater's name attached to the long feeble grind down the rail. Don't need uh, submissions, but oh, I, I've got a guy. Maybe I'll uh, we keep it to like uh, like a a transition guy that does one that combines those two things: transition guy plus people on a rail. Well, it's like well, it's it's the shorthand for when you see a transition skater doing their um uh token rail trick. Right, right. you can be like, oh, it's his Raven Tershi. Yeah, God, I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, <laughs> I thought of the guy's name. No, not Raven. I mean, Raven no, kind of is that guy. Um, look, but I, the problem always is that, like, you don't want to see him feeble grind a rail. You want to see him nose grind thirty-two feet through two corners. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's not what we're here for, man. Stay, stay in the park and do your thing. Leave that rail for somebody else who's gonna like appreciate it. Who's not who stood out of the obligated? <laughs> uh, all right, let's stop talking shit about park skaters. Who stood out to me? Uh, Ryan Hamburg. He was the guy with the long hair. See, they did those montage skaters dirty because I had no reference point and they were just like, they didn't even differentiate them in the credits. Yeah, I had to triangulate. This is the future some people want. Yeah, I had to triangulate using the caption from Thrasher. Although I wasn't able to identify Liam Pace at all, who apparently is in the video. Yeah, they that's funny. They kind of had it both ways. Like they had some names, and in the montage, no names. Kind of got to triangulate it. Yeah, it's not that hard to put names in. Even no, but uh, even cool ones. But uh, yeah, Ryan Hamburg, a uh, sick Primus shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was the the Frizzle Fry album cover. But uh, for me, like who's so yeah, Corey Glick, of course. Like yeah, p- pretty you know super solid tech skater. Um, that one run he did with like a backside heel flip down one set. Oh. Into a switch backside heel down another one. Don't think I've seen that before. One thing I noticed both in his, I don't know if this is a trend yet or a thing, 
in his part and maybe a couple other dudes in Caleb's part definitely they do some shit where they did like a trick on a ledge and then like a spin like a 180 or a 270 to another trick on a lower ledge are you backing it i back it it's cool like Aiden campbell did it a couple times what do you do he did like a um like a thinking no side 270 to like lip slide on a lower ledge or whatever Yep. yeah i mean that's that's pretty dope i mean it's pretty progressive like like i'm backing it we'll see if, if anyone else picks up on it or whatever but uh i don't know it's cool a- aiden campbell of course uh, a veteran of the the Krail tap flow vortex oh who's he on for many years i think he was on girl or girl flow or something yeah that was always the rumor yeah that might have been like 10 years ago he made it out though man yeah good to see he's doing well um yes very powerful work here yeah there was some stuff that i didn't even notice on the on my first watch in aiden's part he ollied over a rail like a huge rail onto the roof of like a I don't know, like an electric building or something, and then like yeah. off the roof, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I want to see a photo of that one. Yeah, that that's pretty photogenic. That was a crazy, crazy spot. That jumped out because I'm I'm getting pretty tired of I don't know. There's 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 it's like oh I need I need a roof clip in my part. <laughs> like 2023 is weird. Like, like that. Dro- just like dropping in on a roof. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, and and they're not all created equal, but that was hairbrain dude i mean it's a large rail and it's a long way to a roof i i mean i don't like going on my own roof in my house like i don't know what's gonna happen up there weird shit happens up there so props to aiden campbell for making that ollie and he yeah. and he did it smooth he he did he he might have had like the most spot hunting part in the video like his last trick is that's not a spot i don't know how you see that and think you can skate it yeah, for that. sure. The, I was kind of uh, jumping on what you were saying. He, he sees spots that other people don't, you know, that his ender, the ride on a wall, 50-50, a door jam to board side 90 degrees down the hubba. Like, how do you even find that or notice that? It's it's insane. And then was it him also that, that grinds a bank to then like 90 degree turn to grind a rail to grab into the bank? Yep. Yeah, that that was like a wild ride as a viewer, you know, like, all right, where's he going? What's happening next? Oh, damn. Yeah, I got to go back and watch that because that sounds pretty crazy. Yeah, it's a damn good video, I think. Or uh, I wanted a little bit faster pace or something, but it's a damn good video nonetheless. I mean, the skating is incredible and it is cool in that it has a distinct vibe. Yeah, Jason, uh, secondary props on the SoCal Quasi because that nails it. But it did it. It achieved its own thing at the same time. I, I don't think it was like derivative, exactly, yeah. but related. Yeah. Another just note about the music. Um, the Jejun song, and I guess it starts during Julian Lewis's part in the montage. It like sets up the montage. The cool thing about skating is when you like you learn about a band through a video, and then like you go down a wormhole and like listen to their entire discography. I hadn't heard about Jejun before, even when I was a young hardcore kid in the nineties, like when they came out. So like I went back and like listened to like most most of their shit. It was pretty tight. So, Jejun. I, I feel like we're we're getting a lot of emo, hardcore, post hardcore, that kind of stuff is like hitting the skate videos right about now, which kind of makes sense as, you know, Girl and Chocolate were using music from the seventies. Now now these guys are using using music from like the nineties. They just, uh, they skipped over the 80s, huh? Except, except for Louis Barletta, I guess. Yeah, I think Tilt Mode is, uh, Tilt Mode keeps it pretty much on that 20-year span. 
No, but like Louis always had like like um Enola Gay, like that aha or whatever. He's getting to he was always on that that tip. On that fantastic Rod Stewart, Young Turks. Oh yeah. That that and uh, iconic. I think he probably like revived that song. Oh yeah, and if if we're talking about his part, the uh nose wheelie Tuckney speaks for itself. <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite foundation video other than this? I know Templeton, you were a little leery of like the ups and downs of foundation as a brand, but is there like another entry in its videography that you vibe with? I've got a soft spot for art bars. It's like such a weird video, but I I really like it. The music is cool. The vibe is cool. It's actually really similar to Whippersnappers, now that I think of it. So check out art bars. Great Mike Ruzik part too. I'd say Superconductor, Super Collider, the one with the Krieger. Mm. And it's got that Steve Olsen part too, where he goes to Hubba. Oh yeah, where he skates the quicksand, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, this is a nice little uh, bit of serendipity because my favorite foundation video is Rolling Thunder, which was like new right when I started skating. It's got a good Heath part, Heath Kirchart part, another Steve Olson part, a very good Steve Barra part. It's good all around. I mean, it's got these like esoteric interviews that don't actually add anything like interspersed within the parts but you would you you applaud the attempt yeah was that was that the video i don't think it's was that the video where they like went on a tour no that is barbarians at the gate yeah that's the one yeah oh and josh beagle has a really awesome part in rolling thunder and josh beagle i uh i think i posited maybe the other week because of the uh 411 ads Instagram think Josh Beagle might have been from the future. He was good, man. He did um he did some pretty tech shit. I think he was the first person I ever to do like Ficky heel flip, um Ficky backside tail slide. He was pretty tech, man. Shout out to the original Beagle. <laughs> oh, shout out to Aiden Campbell for doing the Danny Gonzalez backside wall ride method to uh inverted no a ceiling ride. Just a ceiling ride. Yeah. Bank to wall ceiling. I feel like the whole video had great spot selection. You know, like how did where did they find that? There's not that many wall ride to roof spots that like spots where you can do that trick. Well, and he did it in like a basement sized one. Yeah, like you can't stand up straight under there. Yeah, very sick in its like in its compactness. Yeah, and and that spot searching I think relates again. You know, both both of our topics kind of point towards weekend connections. Yeah, shout out to weekend. Which we're coming up on, which I'm stoked about. Podcast posts on the weekend, baby. Yes, it does. Well, that brings us to the end of our show where we talk about what we're stoked on. And Jason, what are you stoked on this week? Stoked on venture trucks out of San Francisco, California. Uh, got a new board, got one of them real uh, twin tails. And yeah, this shape is crazy. It's one of the best shapes I've fucked with in a long time. Pretty psyched on it. Hopefully I get skate this weekend. Stoke, uh, Templeton mentioned the new Quasi video. I'm uh, stoked on that. It's pretty much a preview for an upcoming video, which I assume is going to be a uh, Bobby DeKaiser part or focusing on Bobby DeKaiser. And I'm definitely stoked on the Richmond footage in here because you can see him skating uh, SunTrust or whatever it's called now in uh, some other spots around here. So definitely stoked on that whenever it drops. Um, another part. 
This was on free. A guy, I'm going to butcher his name, Tobias Christofferson out at Copenhagen had a little part called, I'm going to really going to butcher this, like Bissemane Canapé. It's just some really wild Eurotech shit. Um, you know, Yarmers, all those usual places. Probably some MBDs in there too. So if you're into like the wild, you know, super tech Euro ledge ninja shit, you'll probably dig that. Also stoked on uh, something on television, uh, Mel Brooks' History of the World Part 2. Uh, really dope. If you're into that, like, really, like, kind of, like, Jewy vaudeville sense of humor, <laughs> um, that is really dope. If you're into Mel Brooks, you know, at all, you should dig it. Uh, Mike, what are you stoked on this week? I was just in Madison, Wisconsin over the weekend for a uh, bachelor party. Holy shit. So I'm stoked on some certain things in, in Madison. Mickey's Tavern, great food. Wisconsin Tavern lifestyle is, is something to behold. Shouts to Preston from Freedom Board Shop, who recommended we go to Mickey's. He was at the skate park and we skated with him. Freedom's pretty rad. Mickey's is rad. We went there twice. Also, uh, stoked on the arcade game Death Ball. Look it up. It's Wizards trying to play a soccer football, soccer football, football, football hybrid game. Just trying to cover all the bases on people who you know get up on arms about calling it football. That was also in Madison. That was dope. End of winter is in sight. It's been snowing here all day, but uh, only just now, long after dark, did the snow start sticking. So that means we're almost done. And then I'm also stoked on, I should have a, have some skateboard writing, publishing in the near future. Very good work on that. So uh, stoked to be doing that. Something I like to do a lot. Templeton, what are you stoked on this week? Uh, I'm still on some collage stuff. I've got a uh, collage and an art show in Seattle that uh, we're going up there this weekend to uh, go to the kind of little meetup. To, it opened like last week. Uh, we didn't go to that. So stoked about that. It's at, uh, fuck, I probably should have written all this shit down. I'll put the details in the show notes if you're really that interested. Uh, also stoked. Uh, a while ago, I entered an art show to get your art on a playing card. And one of my pieces got used on the playing card. It's on the Joker. And then that set of playing cards got featured in a magazine and they used my image in the magazine. So that was pretty cool. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Stoked on just collage stuff. And if you want to see any of that, you can follow my collage Instagram account, which is uh, mostly dot collage. Now I keep it on brand. That's it for the show this week. Be sure to check out mostly skateboarding.net for the link for Links to the things that we talked about and other show notes. There's going to be a lot this week. Uh, until next time, you can keep up with us all week online. Mike, where can the people find you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram under the same handle. That's at M Munzenreiter. Uh, let's see, Jason, where are you on the internet? On the Twitter at Carbonite1994. On Instagram at Frozen Carbonite and writing stuff for uh, quartersnacks.com. Working on it. Working on some stuff for uh, third quarter. Maybe fourth quarter, too. Uh, tell me, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Mostly Skate and on Instagram at Mostly Skateboarding. We'll see you guys next week. Later.